this is your man, Jay Liggs, and um, yeah, it's your pack rocking with the culture cure. It's been a long time. Uh, I let COVID get to me and didn't take the necessary uh, precautions to try to figure this thing out, but we figured it out. I got everybody here. How y'all doing? All right. What's up, Tiff? Life's good. Um, trying to make it. Okay. Okay. You, you real fancy. You was ready for this podcast and thing, but we're not going to talk about where I got that mic. So yeah, Soraya, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi guys, I'm tired, but happy to see your faces as always and catch up. Aaron. Oh, I miss this. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> so what's been going on? How have um, this COVID thing? How has it been for everyone? It has its days. Some days it's okay, other days it's like I've had enough. You just spend a lot of time with yourself, which I'm super, super okay with. Like Super, but let me ask this question to everyone. <laughs> let me ask this question to everyone. What is one thing that you've discovered about yourself uh, during this time that you didn't know and probably wouldn't have figured out if you didn't have so much time with yourself? Um, Everybody will speak at once. I well, like, Soraya, your your life didn't change, but yeah, I was about to say I I haven't had any time with myself. So my life hasn't changed. I discovered. Well, I won't even add services, but I'm at my wit's end because I haven't had a vacation or a break. And usually I would have traveled a couple of times. So I'm sure that I'm burnt the fuck out. But other than that, nothing new. Aaron? Well, uh, <laughs> it was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, so I've been working from home, but I had all this extra time. So I started piano lessons. I got into the stock market. I started a business and I like technically have a second job. Like this has been like a huge blessing for me. I've like developed skills I didn't know I had. So, I mean, it's terrible, but Hell, I made the best. I will say I made the best out of it. What I was dealt. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> but I have my days also. I and I'm I'm used to like traveling often, and I haven't been anywhere in almost a year now. So, well, okay, what eight months? Eight it might months. as well be a year. Feels <laughs> like a year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I had a few trips uh, that I was supposed to be going on, and I, I still held out for Florida. That was the only trip I didn't cancel because it was in the U.S. And yeah, had to end up canceling that too. So I, I, oh. I, I for sure missed the traveling. Um, what I found out about myself is that I need to be around people more than I'd like to admit. Um, I miss my coworkers. <laughs> like. I miss I like that too. The, I miss the interactions. I miss talking to people. I miss the routine of things. I miss like being able to go to work and then when I'm done with work, leave work there and you know go into my regular life. Um, yeah, I just I'm, I miss that. I, I miss being in a building. I miss getting up going someplace. <laughs> in the morning because you know going to the living room or now going to my spare bedroom <laughs> to work is like 
this two feet from my regular room. <laughs> like my, I mean, I save a lot of money in gas, but I really didn't work far from home anyway. I really got used to that. Like I was like, come on now. I can't work from home every day, but now yeah, that's a wrap. I'm yeah. not. Like you, made, you made the best of it for sure. And you kind of almost did it. I hope they did it right. And negating mom did all that stuff, but you know, like, you see the opportunity, so that was good yeah, for you, man. I can't even imagine going back to the office. Yeah, I was about to say, you probably don't want to go back to the office. probably do. Are they going to make you? I mean, is there, has there been a discussion to make you all go back? Oh, we got an email talking about uh, how would you feel? Please fill out this survey. How would you feel about going back into the office September 8th? I filled out the survey. I was like, I won't feel comfortable until there's a vaccine. <laughs> The hell no. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I have no purpose of being in the office anyway. I don't I don't actually need to see these people to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been fine. I miss them, but the rate I'm going, I is it'll throw a wrench in what I'm doing right now if I go. So is you over there moonlighting and shit. Look, you wanna share what you're doing? I'm trying to get this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm doing, uh, some product management stuff, which I, um, I knew about, but I like am developing a whole nother skill. Like analytics is my thing, but now like doing like product management, that's a whole nother like part of like website management stuff. Like that's just something else I can add to my resume. So, um, yeah, I want, one of my friends made a comment was like, make sure you're uh, recession proof. I was like, you know what, you right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter what's going on, I'm going to always have a job. Like, I'm going to make sure of that. So, hmm. I like that. Yeah. Well, um, how have you been? Initially, COVID for me was, it was like, whatever, let's just see what happened. I got to work from home now, whatever. Uh, for, to be honest, it, it's driving me nuts because. I can't go anywhere. I think working from home has always been like a desire. Like I want to work from home. I can kind of get things done and whatever. I have that, but I can't go anywhere. I go to my living room, but after it's over with. So now I can't be separate. Right. So I can't separate. It's like how they say church and state. I can't separate things. So I'll get an email while I'm watching TV. Like I ain't got nothing else to do. Might as well respond to the email and walk right to my, you know what I'm saying? Walk right to my desk or, you know, find myself, you, like like Tip was saying, you can't, sometimes you just really can't turn on work now because it's it's always around me. It's always something going on. I feel like I, I'm engulfed in it. So it, that part has been driving me a little crazy. Like for a moment, like the highlight of my day was going to the trash can. Like I made it a point to take the trash out every day because I need to get out the house. So, um, you know, but you know, it allowed me to, of course, get back into working out and like riding my bike and doing different things. So it's opened other doors for me um, that weren't available. So I, I appreciate it for that. And it allowed me to do some kind of soul searching and, and you know, looking at what I want to do and also thinking about the end goal and also just longevity because for this, one of the, the, the goals was to, of course, open a brick and mortar for a studio. And now with COVID being the way that it is, you know, I don't know if that's something that's going to be the thing anymore or if that's going to be even necessary. Um, 
I hope Tiff's not dying. I'm happy she muted it though. I'm struggling like I gotta find it. I I'm talking. I'm like, well, wait. Do I need to keep talking? Cause she turns to the side like. And you home alone too? Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Over. Oh man. Man, we might have to go do a wellness check after yeah, this is over. That was too. That, it, it was hard too. Like she was, Jeff, but I was like, I can't ignore. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was talking and watching. Like, bad because I had to pour. I was like, okay, hold it so you can hit this mute button. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Glad you're okay. Oh man! But uh, you had to yeah. mute. <laughs> Over there, turn around, trying to find a blue light. Please, I don't, I don't want this on the recording. Oh, oh baby, sweet baby Jesus. But uh, yeah, so it was, you know, just you know, just a lot of different things have happened for me. But you know, they start sending out those same same surveys. You know, are you ready to go back to the office? And I'm 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 indifferent about it now. Like I don't necessarily enjoy having to be at home and can't leave. But I'm not trying to be in a hospital. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen to me like that or whatever, but I'm not even trying to deal with it. And because of the fact that people can carry the virus and they be dormant and not affect them, we just don't know. So, you know, that's a concern for me. And also, um, I'm going to be honest, man, like this, this saving this extra hour in the morning for transition oh. back and forth to work. It's something nice, man. It's, it's something it, listen, it's it's uh, it's something real nice, and they also. I would have spent getting dressed for work. Oh man, like just the time. Like I, I mean, work before I start my work day, and now it's in, it's done. Like Sarah, you might want to like mute everything because I'm sitting here like don't, fuck don't all apply to you. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like that time, like you just you, you just never really know, you know, all of that and and how that getting that time back, and then just the availability, like where I, where oh, I work. <laughs> like where I work, I, I didn't have the flexibility at this particular job to like if I need to run to the uh, the cleaners to pick up something or whatever the case may be. Like when I'm at work, when we at work, we at work. Like you leave, you leave because uh, we have to park so far away from the job. So it's like it's not even an option to like run a little errand. So like on lunch now, I can run pick up this and do this and whatever the case may be. So it just gives me a lot of more flexibility that I'm used to. But however. It's, it's it's still kind of driving me crazy a little bit. Like just these four walls, they be closing in sometimes. It, it gets a little <laughs> gets a little stressful. But I mean, we gonna make it work. So yeah, we've been doing it for months now. It's, yeah, three months. Like literally, when we went out, they said we're gonna be gone for two weeks to turn this into almost four months. Yeah, right? So I mean, it is what it is. For my job, I don't think that we're going back anytime soon. Um, they told us everybody wouldn't even start going back to the building. Until we're post pandemic, until the governor says that we're post pandemic. Oh wow! I mean, that's the safest way. Just like they yeah. trying to like reopen schools for what? Yeah, they don't like, need to do kids that. Kids are the germiest. Like, <laughs> yeah, they that's, a that's a terrible idea. I feel so bad for parents who have to choose between sending their kids back to school and them going to work. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes, like your grandparents are your childcare for parents after school. You don't want to send your kid who's already germing to their grandparents' house and potentially get them sick 
causing them issues. It's just, it's a really, really unfortunate and sad situation. Yeah, it's not a good idea to send them back at all. And then to say like, oh, they'll wear a mask and they'll distance. Like they're kids. They're okay. not going to do that. They'll probably lick their hands. Yeah, sharing masks. Oh, I like it right. better. Let me trade. Like <laughs> each other. Like, come on now. Like, well, you giving kids way too much responsibility, and I mean, at any, even teenagers. Yeah. Like, no. It just don't feel right. Like I went. Thinking, they not thinking far ahead enough, right? They thinking like, oh, I'll be good. You might be good. Yeah. <laughs> Most teachers are like older. I mean, we have some young ones, but you have a lot of older teachers who have ailments themselves. So. Mm-hmm. They have compromised immune systems already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, a lot of people walking around, period, have, you know, things that they're already going, dealing with on a day-to-day basis, you know what I'm saying, just simple, well, things that we may think to be something that they're managing and that they have a control on, but, it, you know, it's winking their immune system, so now you're putting them in a situation where something we don't even know what, like, this thing keeps morphing, like, so we don't even have no type of control or idea of what it could be. And you're talking about just putting people in, in that type of uh, situation. It's crazy, so. Like, you're at a higher risk if you have diabetes. And diabetes is not an old person. <laughs> no. My, nep- my nephew has diabetes. And he's not even 10 yet. Right. Yeah. Like type 2? Yeah, he takes a shot. No, he got type 1. Oh. Oh, okay. What in this? Who, Larell? Yeah. Was he no, born with it? I think so because they, they you know. Yeah. But they take shots too, though, right? They're more likely to. At any rate, so, so like, if this is the new normal, how do y'all feel about life moving forward in terms of being out in public? You know, not the business trip. I know you went to. A restaurant or something like that recently. Like, how was that? What's that experience like? Who went to a restaurant? <laughs> Who? Really? Yeah. You talking about? I ain't going nowhere. I get my grocery delivered herself. Stop. Stop. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, they they forced everybody had to social distance first. It wasn't like a bar or something like that. Like it was a restaurant, and I wore a mask. What's the difference? it is a big difference a bar a bar would be more like like we like standing around on some kind of dance floor possibly or everybody crowded around the bar like we moved my chair like six feet away from the other guy somebody could have definitely walked past you and sneezed on you so what's the difference I had on a mask. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how was that experience? I got to get out a little bit. I, you're right. When this first started, I, I was that one. Like, I'm not leaving the house. I got my groceries delivered for probably over a month. Like, I I didn't leave. Like, I got to leave a little bit. I just canceled a flight today because I didn't think it was a good idea. Like, No, I'm not knocking the I'm fact that the you need to leave I'm out. I got to get just... a little bit, but I got to be careful and stay at home. I've been at home more than most people. Nobody shooting. No, you really. Oh, okay. oh shut up! <laughs> Ain't nobody shooting. Yeah, I was just making a joke. So was it a up. was it a good experience or was it satisfactory? I don't know if I want to use I mean, the word. Yeah, good. It was just 
or was it weird? It's like a little dark cloud hanging over my head. The fact that I can't just like walk in, sit down, talk. I got to let people walk by me, right? Like mm. if somebody, like if it's like a skinny little hallway or something like that, or at least that's what I do, right? I, I stand there until the person walks, walks by. I'm not going to walk like right yes, close up on you. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Or I'll let you come out the bathroom door. So, and then I walk in after instead of us swapping space. I want to give people their space in public. I do that in the grocery store. Like, you know, if you're looking at something, I'll wait as if there's a line until you move. So I, I get oh, sit down, you take your mask off and you good to go. Wait, what? So once you sit down, you take your mask off and you good to go? Or like, are you just I mean, taking it off to take a sip or a bite? Or? I mean, if you're eating, you have to. But I mean, I left it on for like most of the time. Hmm. But um, I heard somebody told a, a customer like, Oh, when you sit down, yeah, you're good to go. Like, I wouldn't tell anyone, like, oh, take your mask yeah. off. No, uh, some, I've heard that too. Like, some uh, restaurants are saying once you're, once you're, like, in the booth or in the table, they say that the mask is not required. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you're just sharing technically germs with whoever you Whoever you're with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I said, because, like, I went by the mall. And it was just weird being in there. Like everybody has on masks, or mostly everybody. And it was just odd. Like I didn't feel good being in there. I, I left very shortly thereafter. Like this is weird. I mean, it's just weird. Period. Like just walking around. It's always just it's just odd to be walking around. It's like a movie when you're just walking around seeing people with masks on and they come in and go in. And it's like this is real. Yeah, it just don't yeah. seem like something. It seemed like something that you would see in a movie. Like we're walking around every day. Like today, I went to go to I went to the bank, and they actually they're doing everything by appointment. And you know, you go into these places now, and they all have, huh? So what? I, I didn't know at the bank they you have to make an appointment. Oh yeah, I, to I go in. Like you can't talk to a banker, you got to make. Yeah, an so you got like the Secretary of State opened opened up back in June. I didn't know, and you have to make an appointment for that also. And they only do specific oh, things. Man. I ain't renewed my tabs yet. Oh, oh yeah, you might you might want to do that because they ain't giving too much leniency because they got these kiosks. So mm. might want to do that. Uh, I gotta go renew my license, and I couldn't do it until they open back up because I have an enhanced license. So, um, but yeah, you gotta make appointments for pretty much everything. Like I'm in the bank, and they had the door locked. Like security guard was standing at the door. <laughs> when you walk to the door, you yank on it. He like, what's up? What you need <laughs> to get in, uh, sir? Uh, what, what you here for? Uh, I got an appointment with who? <laughs> uh, such and such for what? Oh, okay, come on in. Then, no, then he goes verify, verify your appointment. Then he come back and let you in. And if you're coming to make a deposit or withdrawal, you have to state that. Yeah, I'm coming to do X, Y, and Z. All right, cool. And they let like the door stays locked. So it's and it's crazy, huh? you bank with so it was me you know doing my you know my due diligence and i opened up a bank with uh, a bank open up account with first independent to the black oh, bank oh. so oh so, nice yeah so there's my hair yeah it's the only one here it's only oh, yeah wow. <laughs> it's a detroit yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. it's, yeah, it's like it's only three it's only three it's that's it so, uh, it's a black tell everybody what it is again it's okay. a uh, black owned bank first what independent okay. yeah. yeah first independent bank so uh, trying to do my th my you know yeah. keep my money in, in the circle and I went and open up uh, in the circle. yeah mm -hmm. keep it in the circle so I went and open up a couple of accounts there today and like when I was sitting there she um 
they had the screen like like you're all that like you see that everywhere now it's hanging from the ceiling and sitting up on a desk like i just never thought i would it would be a moment when i'm sitting down and something that's supposed to be like a face-to-face -face interaction and now i got this bulletproof grass. it ain't bulletproof grass but you know this plexiglass right in between me and this person and it's just, and we like interacting through this little slot at the bottom like all right put it down you pick it up i put it down you like it's crazy it's, it's crazy it's crazy it doesn't i i'm okay with like the mask i'm okay with the pe plexiglass and all of that like it wasn't really a huge thing for me. It was just something more that we had to do. Like, I, obviously, I don't care to wear a mask um, when I'm out, but I don't mind doing it. I don't know. I, I, I do it. Like, uh, definitely do it. I don't have an issue. Like, it, you know, I got to get some culture cure mask with the ventilation because it would be hard to breathe sometimes. But, you know. Man, I ain't been around my dad without a mask since this started. Like, every time mm. I even go over his house, like, I'm masked up. Like, it, I, all it takes is that one time. You should be. I feel like I was on it more so at the beginning of, of COVID. I was really like, whatever I brought into the house, I would lights all down. All the bags would get thrown away. Getting a little uh, lax now, huh? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't wear shoes in my house anyway, but like everything, it was almost all clothes will be left at the door and then I could come upstairs. Like, then I could come into the house. Now it's just kind of, I mean, I wash my hands. I mean, like, when I come in the house, I'll, it's, it's kind of like how they say. We have without it, it's more like, uh, okay, maybe I'll make another one. Maybe I'll, like, it's kind of like how they say with your first baby, you'd be like, like, oh my God. And then the second <laughs> one, you'd be like, all right, yeah, just take the. Take the right, huh? well, I was making a joke, but. Oh, yeah, we missed it. Nope. <laughs> All right, so um, moving forward, uh, let's get into a little foolery. So, Will and Jada, Red Table Talk. What are your What are your comments? It was so awkward to watch. I still haven't watched it. That's crazy, but I heard enough about it to know <laughs> the, the key points. It's only thirteen minutes. It's how many? Look, thirteen minutes. It's a lot of time. I watched the like minute and a half of the about her saying she wanted to feel good and well well first how do y'all feel about him coming out with the information like he got an album that dropped right mm -hmm. that's why he came I, out with the information I, I didn't see the interview but i i felt the same way and then somebody was telling me like basically it was a whole interview where he talked about multiple things and his whole life and obviously that was a part of it but that was the clip that blew up so that was a publicity stunt. He's been, he been off the scene for however long. He brought up something that happened so long ago. It wasn't like it I mean, was he told his whole life story, though. So he probably told stuff that happened before that. But you could have you kept that out. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying. You ain't have, have to rock them people world like that. You could have kept that out. You knew that, like, everything. Because look at it. Everything yep. else in his hour-long interview is nowhere. No, Nowhere else. Like, nothing about his. But is that his fault? What? Did you agree? You thought that he that, that no, 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 no. By no means do I think he should have said anything. But is that his fault that if he told everything, but that was the part that blew up? Oh no! He, no, that was intentional. Yes, it's his so. fault. He know exactly what was gonna happen. Y'all honestly don't think they discussed this before he had the interview? Oh, probably. Right, and then she, she 
was gonna have a red table talk episode after his interview. Oh, do you think he discussed it? No, I don't think Will. I don't think Will knew nothing about this coming out. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, Jada, she seemed very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I just be with his wife, but then you're not gonna ask, is it okay to say something to the public about it? Well, they Will said that. And some people say he's lying, but we will say that he never had that conversation with Augustine. He never said, oh, okay. Or he said, I never gave permission. So, I mean, that could be false, but he said, I never gave permission. I never gave permission. It was more so like, well, if you're going to do what you, I mean, I could tell somebody like, oh, if you're going to do what you're going to do, I can't stop you. That's not me giving permission. I still know it's going to happen. I was made aware of it. Yeah, I'm saying oh, it's, I'm pretty sure he knew. Like he, I, he admitted that he knew. But yeah. if you had something to say, I just think August Alcina is a simp. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wholeheartedly like. I feel like Will and Jada probably was going through whatever they were going through in their relationship, right? Like I personally think Will probably got women out there that he was knocking off, but. Yeah, they probably they have as much as him, or they just know how to keep their mouth closed. Right. Or maybe he made non-disclosure agreements, and Jada trusted August, thought that he was something that he wasn't. I don't think that it was necessary for him to tell his story to blow up someone else's life like that. Mm-hmm. Like, now you're forcing these people to come out and have to address something that they, they obviously don't want to talk about. Well, it's, it's not even necessary that they don't want to talk about, but like they've moved past it. And I understand standing in your truth. I understand all of that. But like to knowingly put someone out there that you love and to say that like you you know what it was like to love a real woman, you go through all that, but you know, she, asked, she, she loved a man she with. Like mm-hmm. you were fun, but she loved that man. Let her go on and live her life going about her business. Like, I don't know. I just think she that... Behaved uh, somebody scorned. Let's he sounds like a scorned woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to say woman. I didn't want to sign that to a gender. But. Well, he looks, he, he looks like one, too. <laughs> he said he had that Keisha Cole uh, hair. That hair. <laughs> That's a scorned woman hair. <laughs> Oh. No, but no, he definitely shouldn't have said anything, and you know, take your win or whatever you felt it was, and it go. Was all, it was all for this album that y'all still ain't heard nothing about. Right. I haven't even heard the song with uh, Rick Ross. I haven't either. It's all about for this album that he'd have been off the scene for too long, man. We got too many lollipop uh, artists out here not for you. Like it's over, baby. It's over. That, that it was it was very awkward to watch. It was clear that. It was, was quiet. It was clear that he did not want to do that. Um, yeah, his face is mighty took over Jordan's crying face. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I felt bad for him because he looked like that the entire time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know. I mean, if you want to here and talk about your wife, though you may have known about it or not, that was a period in you all's relationship that you don't yeah. want to have to constantly revisit that you guys have gotten over. Because if you hear him talk about their relationship, he's like, I'm never leaving her. Yeah. We have been battle tested. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what the fuck did y'all think that meant? Like, 
when he said that before August Alcina came out with this, and he said they have been battle tested, what you thought they just had rough nights? No. Somebody did something in the relationship. They had issues in the relationship. Somebody went outside. <clears throat> and for my my issue, not issue, but my thing is they were broken up at the time. Yeah. So what did she really do I something wrong? Like, I didn't think I would ever talk to you again. Yeah. At that point. Like so yeah. you thinking that you never getting back with this man. Somebody's just gonna file the paperwork, maybe, or y'all just gonna have that type of situation where nobody really files, but y'all do y'all own thing. Why was it not okay for her to go and be? And with I mean, it probably was, but it's like Will and Jada. You know, they have their rumors that go around, but I think all in all, they've done a pretty good job of maintaining a respectable reputation. Like, you know, so now that something like that comes out, it's like, come on, man, what the fuck? <laughs> like we we didn't gone this grow. long, <laughs> and now they here we go. Yeah. yeah, so I'm sure it was that more than anything. What do y'all think about people saying that she's a predator? Uh, elaborate a little more. What do you mean? So people are like legit calling her a predator. That he was, yeah, although he was an adult. Like they're looking at August Alcina as he was he was vulnerable, um, and she preyed on him. She was supposed to be helping him get over like his um, physical ailments, his mental health issue, all of these things that were going on with him. She came in like a savior to fix that, and then ended up smashing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call her a predator. I see where they're pulling this from because that narrative happens. A lot in terms of reverse, do take some sort of role in that, like participating and participating for an amount of time. Like, I'm not saying that he's totally at fault or wrong or whatever, because I don't know the details of their relationship, but I wouldn't say she's a predator. Um, I mean, but that that's that's a lot of situations though, like you. The, the guy is, is, is upset, the woman is upset, and there's a friend around, there's someone there to help build them back up or, you know, help them get back to, you know, their ground zero. And then you it's a, it becomes a situationship and y'all, you fall for that person. Like, that happens a lot. So unless she was playing the mother role before, then I don't see how she can be looked at as a predator. Like, if she, because I think that she was, they, they're saying that she was playing the mother role. Mm. Like she was a friend, or I'm sorry, August was, was a friend of either Jaden or Willow and was like seeking help and she kind of was taking him under her wing. So, don't get me to lie. That's, that's, mm. that's another thing I, I thought about with Will. I thought that that was the dynamic, like, oh, because I don't think he's much older than Trey or if he's older than Trey. And I thought that was like the dynamic, like he was in the house, he kind of looked at him as maybe, you know, a, a, his, a, his kid's age or whatever the case may be. And then all of a sudden you, uh, you, you busting down my wife. So I, I don't know. <laughs> when you put it that way. So you say he's 27. Alcina, August Alcina is 27, according to Google. No, he was that young. No. What? And Jay. 
I mean, he almost 30. Is it in my mind? No, I thought he was closer. Our age, I guess. 27? I'm thinking of Trey Song. Jay's is 22. He 27? Is it that? I thought I thought he was younger. He, I thought he was much older. older. Not much. Yeah, we can't see that. No, we can't see that. No, no, no. I'll, I'll pull it. We're going to take your word for it. However, born September 3rd, 30, you in your late 20s? I mean, it ain't like he just turned 21. Oh, I mean, he's actually a pound mind. How old is Jada? Was she 40? Yeah, she's 40. She's 48. Okay. Okay. So you born in 92. Well, it's the same thing as a guy. You know, you you got a lot of people in, in most people's family that they grandfather's 10 years older than their grandmother. So uh, Yeah. More than yeah. 10, but yeah, you right. <laughs> That like, we counting, like, <laughs> right? So you know, 15, 20 years older. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I, not to be out there, I was talking to a client and I was putting them both on the low, and he was 60 and she was 30, and I'm like, she was more 80. What? Get your paper, sir. Get your phone. Right. Get your paper, young girl. <laughs> I was when, he, when they was telling me when they was telling me the information. I'm like, wait, you said 86? That was say I'm 85. You just said you was born in 40 something. All right, cool. Let's just keep going here. <laughs> I don't get it. It ain't for me. I tell you that. Ain't no 60 year old out there that looks like my age. <laughs> like It might be. Did you y'all ever see like, What do you say? He got to look your age? Did you ever see that? Uh, that I'm, not, guy? I'm not attracted to old looking men. So what I'm Wait, he might not be. He might not look old unless he just had. Because there was a guy out here called Jeffrey. It was a guy named Jeffrey Life. You know, shout out to the name Jeffrey. And he was like 60-something, 70-something years old. And he was built like he was 20-something. The only reason you knew he was old because he had a full head of gray hair. Oh, uh, I'm... It's some old, old, it's it's old a, dudes out there. That's it's an old clue somewhere on that body. That's the word. The way that they dress, the way that they talk, some, something lets you yeah, know. Yeah, he, he, he might call you, you know. You know, yeah. he's a little one thing. Like, like, yeah. He's calling dudes cats. <laughs> you know. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how you doing over there, baby? Yeah, it's always a, it's always a hint somewhere. What you doing over there, baby? Yeah. Hey, how you doing, player? All right. But everybody attracted to something different. So you, okay. young girls might be attracted to the old man. And it might, it, it could be a genuine attraction as opposed to. Uh, or a daddy a, issue. Okay. Keep going. Oh, I mean, I, I acknowledge that some girls probably do have daddy issues, but mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that all girls with that. Or I said, or, or so what gap is too old for or. y'all? Like, what's the cutoff? How many years you willing to go? Uh, <laughs> you don't have many years. Can I go on? Five years, ten. You're, you're, Aaron, you're forty, so about forty-five. That's 50. a whole lie. If you're if you're in your forties, then I I I probably don't want you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you gonna plead the fifth on this one too? <laughs> you want to just move move the move the conversation? Number fifty-five. Well, is the question? 
How old will you go? But I'm not currently willing to go. Don't tell your business. How old will you? Like, will you? Like, there has to be a cap. Ooh, we had to catch that one. She almost. Yeah, she was like, well, right now, she just got that new caddy. So, that social security coming in. And that Ford pension. Yeah. All at the, at the same time. One come on the first, one come on the third. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I say 50. Ain't no I, way. I'd go that high. Okay. Nah. But, but you got to keep in mind your granddad's age. Right. So, 50 is also not your granddaddy's age. It ain't. It's, it's my mama's. Or close to it. Oh, my mom's older, so. I mean, mine is too, but uh-uh. I, no. Yeah, 50 is around my daddy's age. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got older parents, so. Uh, Ooh, girl, but I don't want nobody that's more than five years older than me. And yeah, I, I would say five is a, is a good safe space. Maybe 10 at the most, but I don't even see that happening, to be honest with you. So you talk, to, you, you talk to a 45-year-old? Would I? I don't know. It depends on how they look. Always boil down to one thing. So when guys be looking for that same one thing, it's a problem. But it all boils down First to all, one thing. Say, yeah, the preference is the preference. But I said how they look. I didn't say they had to look a certain way. Like, Look to me, oh, you know, his hair is dark or salt and pepper, or he just doesn't have wrinkles. It doesn't mean like skinny, fat, muscular. <laughs> wrinkles are a no go for you. Hell no. <laughs> All right, cool. You, you right. Cool. I thought about an episode of Sex in the City, that old man and them old balls, and his butt was drooping. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. That loose skin? Mm -hmm. Oof, nah. Jeff, what you about to say? <laughs> Jeff, would you be out here with a cougar? Oh, yeah. So Is this thing on? I said I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. How old is the cougar, though? Uh, this was when I was in college. She was like 20 years older than me. Oh, computer over. I mean, huh? You said what? I mean, 40 and I was 20. You was just using her for laundry. Because I don't know why you're going over there washing clothes and getting... <laughs> good washing powder. You can afford tight. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I, like, like all you all are, are trying to give all these specifics, re specifics like, oh, it's not wrinkles, is this. It all depends on, like you said, how they look. Because if they don't look their age, then it, it, it don't mean anything. But I'm not going, I'm like, uh, at me being 35, I'm not dating nobody 70 or, you know, I'm, I, I'm not dating nobody. I, I mean, I'm probably wouldn't date nobody. I, I can't say I wouldn't date nobody my father's age because, like I said, it depends on how she look. No, nah, I would feel weird if you're close to my mom's age. Like, nah. I guess it's different for a guy. Appropriate. <laughs> 
I had I went on a date with someone who was like maybe eleven years older than me and that felt weird. And he didn't look like it, but it just felt weird. So if he had lied to you about his age and then like came out after you caught feelings, would you have left left him alone? Mm, probably. Well, no, I don't know. I would have been mad that you lied. Yeah. But <laughs> It's I had a man lie to me about it. Once you put it that way, but because I didn't yeah. feel for you now. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, like she said, he didn't look 11 years older. So if he didn't look 11 years older, and he's like, no, I'm only like, you know, whatever, five years older. And like, okay, cool. And then but you, there's you a difference, to... though. She was probably in her 20s, and he yeah. was in his 30s. Like that. You ever had somebody tell you something like that though, and now you can tell they age? Like <laughs> you start noticing shit. Like after they tell you, like, damn. <laughs> I ain't see this. Because <laughs> so, it didn't matter. Who was 13 years older than me, which was already mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, whatever. Come to find out he was closer to 20 years older than me because he lied about his age for mm -hmm. a very long time. Mm -hmm. How you find out you came over, you crossed over an AARP card or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, yes. it was because I was... I, I, I don't want to say how I found out. You put the ID down, and y'all was getting carded, and you looked at the it was, date like, it was by nothing. It was nothing by he did. It's because I'm really good at finding information. But you was being nosy. I, I, I find right. what I need to find. You went through the man's wallet? Wow. Wow. Oh, no. Like, wow. Was, no. You, you saw some prescriptions. <laughs> the computer will tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> you just got to know where to look. I mean, a prescription to give it away, it's got your whole birth date on it, so. No. No. Mm -hmm. A few Googles, a few, you know. All right. So, <laughs> moving along here. Um, so, there's been a lot of crazy things going on in the state of Michigan. And I kind of want your, your you all's feedback. So the first thing we will talk about is, let me see if I can pull up the video and then we'll play the video. And then from there, everyone can post their own opinion. Um, but the scenario is pretty much uh, a young lady was, I guess, uh, up in arms about whatever. <laughs> and decided to um, go and retaliate on, I guess, her boyfriend's, ex-boyfriend's vehicle. And it didn't turn out as well as she thought it was going to turn out. Um, so. I feel like I'm watching the news. <laughs> oh, no. Every single time I see this video, I watch it a hundred times. Like. Non-stop. And, and y'all are crazy. The first time I saw it, I didn't laugh. I was genuinely concerned. Like, watch me start cracking up. I was, I was, I was rolling. I didn't laugh. I was like, oh my God. Like, the way she hot back up, she took it like a G. Hot back up. I just, I just knew. This didn't have a nose anymore. Like, I was really. I'm like, girl, you still able to walk? <laughs> 
I, w- I was in tears, like, because it was almost like pop goes the weasel, the weasel went pop. Mm-hmm. I was so you don't know that gasoline ignites like that. But here, like, it was. But it is slowly. They've been watching too many movies. That's yeah. Happened. Happened. Tell, it blew up when she was walking away. Right. Yeah. But see, it's, it's a difference there, though. And I think that wasn't at a drop top. Like, oxygen was around. It was able to breathe. You can't put gasoline, which has vapors that are that can ignite in a closed area, and then take a long lighter to try to go in. That right. also has further fuel in it. <laughs> like... I think she threw like a cigarette or a match. Like it wasn't. She didn't throw anything in there. She put right. her arm in there with well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she probably thought it was going to be like a movie like that. Like, oh, it'll be a, a slow burn. Oh, girl. <laughs> like, I, I was genuinely concerned. How far would her body have blown if that other car wasn't there? <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> I need to see this again. Yeah, Jeff, what's going on? Because I think I've only seen it once. Because I was just like... <laughs> um, give me I one could, second. I'm could, having some technical, to do for, technical difficulties. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> All right, I, I got it. I got it. Give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, so we're here. And can you all see that? Yep. Yes. All right. <laughs> so now it's still enclosed. Oh God! I don't. I get nervous. Who was recording this? My man. My man that lives upstairs. <laughs> He jumped too. <laughs> he also didn't expect that to happen. Somebody said she I just want to know what somebody has done to you. Like I ain't never experienced that type of anger or those uh-huh. type of feelings to go set somebody's car on fire. Like, and yeah. then we wonder why people call females irrational and emotional. All right, Jeff. I'm just believe me yeah. because they are. You hear about no man blowing up no woman's car? No, beat the woman up or kill them. So. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not negate that. that. However, yeah, that that's, that's a little different. Ain't, ain't nothing that you can make me do that. Like I, it, it ain't never that deep. <laughs> Not I, don't, I can't even fathom, even if he got like your sister pregnant, that type of anger to go <laughs> blow up a car. I just, well, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, let me shut up. <laughs> That's fine. I believe in an eye for so. an eye. So. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, I'll get you back. You believe in eye for an eye, so that means you're what gonna get pregnant by his brother? Oh no, I'm not saying like that. But I mean, if you cheat, then I'm probably gonna cheat back. Like, just wanna play the same game. But here's the, here, here, here's here's the thing that's, that's interesting. When a guy does it, it's like, why you ain't just leave? Well, why why if that? Why wouldn't you just leave? Like, I don't understand. No, 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 no. Now we both have a decision to make. So, what you wanna do? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play this? You want to play this, or you leave? What's up? 
Price is yours, Craig. What? You know what this is? You know what this reminds me of? That scene from uh, Why Did I Get Married? And she was like, no, you got it from Roger. He was like, what? Oh, I ain't gay. And she, he was like, no, I slept with him. I been got a shot. All right. Boom. Oh. And guess what he did? <laughs> Move, though. <laughs> like, well, that's all that is. I knew you was messing around. This is my way to catch you. Because I, <laughs> if you wasn't messing around, you would know you got it from me. Like, what? Yeah. I ain't about yeah. to go catch nothing, but <laughs> but the point is, we're not saying you go. You plan to catch something, <laughs> mess around because you want to go eye for eye. Now you done caught something. Can't be wrong if you cheating. That's where men mess up at. And <laughs> with sad baby. Another word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching today. Hey, hey. <laughs> that baby preaching today. <laughs> situation but you know there were a lot of murders well not well yeah a lot it was seven over the weekend and you know uh, one in particular you know of course went viral because the video got up of how it happened and I guess the question that we were t talking about earlier was is is that type of response ever okay so there are a couple of different narratives about what happened so let's just put the narratives out right so supposedly you got into an altercation with someone earlier in the day and maybe well, they. Well, what are we talking about? Like, explain oh, what. Tell me what the video was about first. Okay. So, Don't show it. Oh, I am not going to show it. <laughs> um, so there is uh, a, a video from a security video from a restaurant where there was a guy. It looks like with him and his girl. He was they was placing an order. There's a couple other guys to the left of him, and you can't really hear what's being said, but obviously words were exchanged. And then he pulls out a gun and he kills, I think, three of them. And he, uh, of course, injures one of them. And there are a couple of, you know, uh, narratives that have been, you know, of course, going around the city about what happened. So one of the narratives is that um, they got into an altercation earlier that day. And I guess they, you know, pistol whoop him, beat him up, or whatever the case may be. And now, you know, he sees them and this was his response. And they say that, like, they didn't realize it was him, so maybe it was, like, a random... So let's start with that narrative. It, See, I heard different from that. I heard that he was supposed to be pistol-whipped and put into a coma, like, a year ago. Okay, so, 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 okay, so let's, let's say it was that. So let's say, regardless, so now you have come across the people who did these type of things to you, right? Do you all agree with that response? No. Mm -mm. No, he like shot them point blank. Like I, I was so mad that I saw that video. I didn't. The person who posted it that I saw, like it wasn't a warning on it. Usually when I see warnings, I don't click it because I don't like to see stuff like that. But I was just scrolling, so I actually saw the whole thing, and and it just made me sick yeah, to my stomach. Yeah. So 
regardless of what happened, like I get being upset, but to just stand there and shoot four people point blank in such a small space, like the I don't know how the fourth person survived, but he literally like got up close on them and shot them in the face. Well, one person ran, so I, I think that may could be, may could have been the person that survived because it was somebody that was closer to the door and was able to get out. So Ooh, I think I think all of them were together. You think all, all of them were together? Guy, I think he shot someone outside or like going out. From mm-hmm. my, I didn't see the video, so I just thought that the two cousins that were killed, or they, no, I'm sorry, it was a brother, a stepbrother. And then a cousin. The cousin survived. The brother and stepbrother are both deceased. And then he shot somebody on the way out. Who was so, so it was four guys. Two guys were sitting down. One guy was kind of standing up. Another guy got up to. No, two guys were standing up, and one guy was sitting down. And they they were they got up and kind of walked towards the other side of the the building. So once he stood up, that's when he shot those three. There was another guy that was closest to the door, and he ran out, and he shot at him as he was running out. So I think that's probably the person that survived because in the video, everybody else wasn't moving. But is there is there ever a situation where that type of violence is your response? The only time I have to respond like that is if I feel my life if my life is about to be ended. That's it. It, that it, it, it. it has to be a mere you situation like, in that, that moment. moment. It has to be a mere right. So, no, I don't see. I have I, I have issues with, with guns, anyways. But I also think you're taking on people. Don't look at it this way. I don't think you're taking on even more responsibility to care about life if you have the ability to take it away so quickly, and people don't do that. Like I think you should be you should be the one with like how can I say you should be the one where like nothing really can like break you like even though things can right you should be a little bit more emotionally stable considering the fact that you have a weapon that could take away someone's life right now if you get like if you that type or you like a, a loose cannon no you don't need a gun. I mean, yeah, but who who polices that? If if you're up to nobody, and that's I mean, that's the scary part about it. That's another reason why I don't like guns, right? Because all these people around here have guns, and basically, I have to, in a way, trust you to not decide to lose it when you shoot me because. Yeah, that's the wild, wild shit. So one of my friends, she she made the point of she was like not saying she agreed with what he did, but man, I hate like watch point blank like how he did it and was like well he didn't spray a crowd like he had targets and he just shot those people so he calculated with it I guess in a way so was that responsible I don't know but I mean clearly it was it was personal like mm-hmm. I think he didn't the hope that it was personal like he literally, it, it looked like it because he literally went bop, bop. Like it wasn't just him doing this. It was very you, you, you. Like, ugh. No, I understand that, but I think that our brains want us to to make sense of things. Right. So we want to believe that it was personal because it doesn't logically make sense that 
someone would randomly point blank shoot somebody because mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or reason to that. But although it could happen, so yeah, yeah. exactly because somebody could just be off their rocker or have a bad day and they perceive something and it could happen. But I think everybody's out here making up these narratives or saying what they heard or, you know, they talk to the streets. Don't nobody know what happened except the people who was in there. Talk to the streets. (laughs) I saw a video of this guy talking about, you know, like, I'm pretty close to the streets. I be, you know, I I talk about All right. The streets are not only watching, but they talking now. They got me circling the block before I'm parking now. All right. Um, so now, um, Aaron's favorite person, Kanye Jesus, Jesus for 2020. So, but we thought Trump was a joke. So, so, um, I guess the first thing to talk about is how people are responding to his recent. Um, outbreak or out, out, cry for help or outburst. whatever, outburst, out, cry for help, whatever. What do you all think about it? I would like to first say that um, mental health is very real, and I think that it's very hard and very unfortunate for people who are suffering from mental health issues to live their life in a very public way. Um, a part of me feels sorry for him in the sense that like, I think that he's brilliant on musically, right? Like he has this extreme talent in this realm of his life, but he's also suffering from some pretty serious shit that is playing out in a very horrible way. um, And it's, and what's going on right now. I, I just think it sucks. I think it's a very, very rough situation for not only him, for his family. I hope that he seeks and gets the help that he needs and takes it serious to get back to being like the Kanye that everybody loves and that, you know, he is outspoken and I'm okay with him being outspoken. He is, you know, like a a person who wants to do his own thing, goes against the grain. I'm okay with those type of people. What I'm not okay with is it like him not getting the help that he needs to address his mental health issues. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and I think um, by no means am I like one of those Kardashian fans or anything like that. But the statement that Kim released was very true. Like everything she said, I'm like, she right. So for me, it's just like you said, it sucks to see that, and I fully believe what what I see from my professional opinion is that he's super manic. And he does that probably around the time that he's creating because everyone talks about, oh, this aligned with his album. But it wouldn't surprise me if he purposely stopped taking medication when it's time to work on something because people who are bipolar like being manic because you can get things done. You can function without sleep. You, you can do all these things and you kind of OCD-ish. So it probably started like that and it spiraled into what we're seeing now. And he's so far gone that someone's going to have to real bang. So I don't I don't think people are really taking him seriously as far as his run for president. But like I said, we thought that about Trump, so you don't wanna necessarily throw that down the drain. But for the most part it seems like a lot of people are taking it as a joke and hopefully eventually he settles down and will get what he needs. 
Um, Soraya, for the people, um, what did um, Kim say? Oh, wait, now you're going to make me pull this up. <laughs> I think that's been really dope. Uh, it was. I, I know the shame was super dope. And the fact that, like, she's standing by her man because it'd be so easy to just peace out. It'd be so, it's not like money is keeping her there. It's not like she has to be with him. And some could argue that, like, right now he's bringing down her value. So yeah. I feel like a lot of celebrities in that situation would think more about the, their business side than the personal side and peace out. Yeah. But the fact that she's like, I mean... Yeah, she said for keeping up with the Kardashians, like, she doesn't want them filming her kids or him. Yeah. So, well, that's good. And that actually says a lot because I was surprised by that. I didn't read that she said that, but I'm surprised by that. She posted this on Snapchat, I think. Well, I'll go while you're looking for that. Yeah. Um, I, it was disturbing to watch. It, it bothered me. I felt bad for him. And I mean, I'm going to pray for him. Uh, it's also part of me. Somebody wrote on Instagram, they made a comment. They was like, um, all these people out here with mental health issues, and they are literally struggling. Like they don't have access to any resources to get help. They don't have, they're not billionaires. They're literally poor. And these people still get up and go to work every day and still push through without any support or help from anybody. So they were like, get the help you need. And they were like, I don't feel bad for him. I still a part of me that feels bad for him, but it's also a part of me that I mean, y'all kind of get the vibe of how I am. Like, if you're a millionaire, billionaire, I mean, he brought up even in the rally, like, oh, yeah, I was speaking to a fellow billionaire. Like, you you have access to the best resources. Like, get the help you need and, like, take your health serious. Now, I could see what you said, Soraya. I know when people get on like certain kind of medications, it takes away their like creative ability to do, you know, like mm -hmm. if that's what you thrive on, that's who you are, right? You're a creative person. It takes that away. But I mean, but now look what happened, right? His child North could eventually down the line like that. It's, if it's on the internet, it's never going away. Right. So she could find out years from now that he wanted to abort her. And that might be a conversation he has to have with her later on. Like, I mean, you just got to prioritize. And I think his health should be more important than him dropping an album. Yeah, that's what I said. And I fully, like, for that, people saying they don't feel sorry for him. I, I can totally believe that he stopped taking meds or what have you on purpose, but probably didn't realize, because they usually don't, how far it would go. It got yeah, or think they have some control. I did find what she said. Um, it's kind of long. I'm going to try to paraphrase, but I'll read some of the important parts. So she said, any of you know Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken pu publicly about how this has affected us at home because I am very protective of our children and his right to privacy. And she, I'm skipping some stuff. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware 
or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that. So that says something too, like they probably have been trying to help him, but it's nothing they can do. They can't reach him. They can't speak to him as we see on Twitter or what have you. He's publicly attacking them. And stuff can't about restrain them. him or, you know, take him in either unless he's uh, a threat to himself or someone else. So him just hollering on stage and crying, that's not worth like, you know, snatching him up and throwing him in the hospital, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, it, it's that's what I said. I'm not a huge like, oh, I never watched the show, I never been big on Kardashians, I never really understood how they got to be so famous. But she's right in what she said, you know, those listening can find it on Instagram, but or even in Google, she is three pages long her statement but she's right and it's nothing that you can really do especially someone like that who probably already exhibits this as we've seen this arrogance even when he is functioning okay so you add something on top of that you're gone yeah um i do feel for him um because of the simple fact that it, now it's coming to the forefront that you know of course mental health is a, is a, is a, a big thing and a lot of african americans are dealing with it and like aaron was saying a lot of people don't have the, the means to do what's necessary to get the help and i, I just i just and, and it's i guess it's like it's a, it's a catch-22 you know he's he's brilliant like you want you you want that creative you want him to keep you know pushing that out because it, it, it does something for certain people like what when you have those type of gifts as an artist you know and you're sharing that with the world that's doing something for other people so a lot of people of course want him to keep doing it but not at this at this cost you know if he has to always harm almost harm his himself you know to be that creative we need to figure out another way so um i do i do feel for him i i hope yeah. We, you know, he figures it out. Um, I hope somehow, you know, um, they can figure it out. I hope, you know, his kids are not, you know, damaged much by it because, I mean, they live in the same house with him. So we don't even know what happens behind closed doors. I, just, I thought about that too. We I'm just like, know. in public. I wonder. Right. What he did. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. We don't know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? We just, if he's doing to these, you know, extents yeah. in public, so. I, I pray for him. I pray for them all. I, I do. Mm -hmm. So to kind of go back up on the vibe. So um, I hear that that extra six hundred dollars from unemployment is getting cut off uh, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's and, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh. a lot of people are a little upset about it. And a lot of people who I guess didn't agree with them getting almost what two thousand. It was some crazy. Twenty four hundred dollars a month. Twenty four hundred dollars a month to sit down. A lot of people That's didn't. Agree. To the unemployment, so you still got unemployment. It's like three something. Yeah, right. the unemployment was like pandemic pay. That's yeah, the pandemic. The pandemic was what it was. The unemployment was, you know. Right. Yeah, typical like three three something a week. Yeah. Three ninety I guess a week, maybe three ninety two a week. Something like that. So oh. they were basically, I guess, getting a couple of racks, <laughs> like two, three thousand dollars, a little bit over. 
a month, and they, I guess, and then they, a lot of people because they they retro the the payment, so people got back pay when they filed, from what I hear, and oh, yeah, people got like when they got that car, they it probably came with five six thousand dollars on it immediately. Ooh. So um, it's a couple things. The, the first thing I want to I want to I want to touch on with the whole unemployment situation is, did you all hear that they were saying that um, the government it, 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 they lost control because they were sending out cards and sending out stuff to people that were have been deceased and yeah. and wrong mm-hmm. names and it was just a whole influx of and then they they were shutting down like you registering for unemployment in certain states and then they had to figure stuff out and then it was one situation <laughs> I heard on the radio a guy I think his name was Tupac Shakur what <laughs> legitimately though he had like, to sue yeah. did he sue. It was like the governor. I don't think he sued. Like as an example. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he had to sue, but the governor immediately because he like denied it, and the governor brought it out. Like people out here doing this, like Tupac, and then he, of course, got his information to the governor, and he had to recant. Like, my bad. (laughs) That is my bad. That's who I am. So I mean, there was a lot of you know fraud going around in regards to it. a ton of fraud going on in regards to it. So I guess the first question I want to ask you all is, um, do you all agree that they should have gotten that much for the the stimulus pay? Oh, yeah, I don't have an issue with them getting that money. Okay. I, I'm interested in Aaron. I mean, I'm very interested in Aaron's opinion that I will get back to Tiffany. Okay, well, Aaron. Oh, I don't have a problem with them getting the money. Um, these were some special circumstances. Not only were like some people losing jobs because of budget cuts from companies and things like that, but also people had to put their health first for real, for real. So you were required to go into work and COVID might kill you because you have a pre-existing condition or something like that. I'm don't go to work. Like you getting a paycheck is not worth dying for. So yes, I'm I'm for the money. The thing I'm not for is now what? Right? You got all this money. Did you did you blow it? Like I think this was the time, like just what we talked about. I think this was the time to be like, oh dang, like a pandemic <laughs> is a real thing. It can really affect me in a negative way. Like I gotta really depend on the government to eat. Maybe I should, I don't know find a new skill or start looking for a different field to go into, like just different things. So you'll be okay when this is over. Cause I know you, well, I think you, you absolutely crazy. If you thought for a second, I'm so sorry. Hey, don't, don't have Don't have the people come get us. Cause of, cause of what you're doing to the dog. Look, I think you're absolutely crazy. If you thought they was gone, they was going to let this go throughout the entire year. He won't shut up, but yeah. What so are <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, he got an opinion too. Right. Y'all gonna hear me? Literally nothing. But um, yeah, I think people should have been like, as soon as you got some of that money, you should have been trying to, I don't know, make some. Not saying everybody is capable of doing that or everybody even cares enough. I'm just saying, if you got a family, you got to feed yourself. This this money is going. It was going to eventually end. So you need to figure out where you, what's life going to be like for you when the money ends? 
basically. I think people tend to, they don't have foresight like that because they're trying to make it in the moment. So some people have not seen, I'm not calling That's everybody out here broke. But, right, but a lot of people haven't been able to see or manage that type of money. So for some people who use the money, I don't want to use the terms correctly, but yeah, pr productively, like they may have been able to catch up on bills. They may have been able to do things for their kids that they were not previously able to do. And for some people, it just didn't stretch, you know, like they just had to make, they were able to make it work with that. So I'm not knocking people who, who didn't save it. Um, you know, obviously there's people out here that took advantage who shouldn't have been getting it. And like my capacity at work, you 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 talk to these people who like ain't never had a job, ain't never really had any intent on getting a job, and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm getting unemployment. Like for is it oh, fair what? for them to get like, it? Huh? Is it fair for them to get it? Um You never worked? In yeah. my opinion, I don't think it's fair for individuals to work the system in the sense of you're now taking this money away from people who need it. Mm -hmm. People who did not want to work, had no intent on working, and they just use this as a come up. Yes, I absolutely see. Right. Like, I, I absolutely see an issue with that. Um, but people who were genuinely working and for whatever reason we're no longer able to work during the pandemic and receive that money kudos and power to you and i hope that they extend it i hope that you're able to this money is able to change your situation and you're able to continue to take care of your family with it i do want to throw this out there though like we're talking about people because we we actually like care right because this affects a lot of black people right but I mean, from from higher up, like the Republicans were more so concerned about keeping the economy going because people weren't working. Mm -hmm. So that's why they kept this going because they knew people were going to continue to spend even if they were mm -hmm. in their yeah. money. And that's what they banked on. And that's what actually happened. It was mm -hmm. never about, oh, we don't want y'all to get behind in y'all bills. We want you to be able to feed y'all kids. No, we're worried about that because we know people on uh, on the actual unemployment. But mm -hmm. no, they were trying to keep find a way. That was the easiest way to keep the economy going. Yeah, and it was it was definitely a push for for the economy. It had nothing to do with you know keeping people's well, lights on. Yeah, yeah, it had nothing to do. It was definitely to it was if you if you listen to a lot some of the conversations and and the, the talks they were talking about. Hey, we have to we have to infuse the economy with this money. Like mm -hmm. that's that's what it was. It was a a push it's to keep. Killing. Yeah, it was it was people. It was a good push to keep people spending, and, and I mean we have a national chain shortage. So obviously it, you know, we racked up so much online and people doing delivery and, and electronic transactions where you know money is not even circulating in a coin fashion anymore. So they definitely you know it was it was something to definitely keep the economy going. But in regards to um, the question I asked, I'll respond like you know I'm glad that they got it. I, I do hate that. Um, some people probably misused it, and but back to one of the comments, I think, I think Tiff made it was either Tiff or Aaron was about not being able to, not having this type of money and not knowing, you know, what to do with it. You have some people that never seen that type of money, and 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 it's like, hey, I, I gotta, I gotta do X, Y, and Z. The uh, the question I wanted to ask about that is, how do we break that 
because that's almost like a generational thing. You know, you never really had so much money, but when you get a lump sum or people hit the lottery or you something happens to you, mm-hmm. now your own your whole focus is the first thing you want to do is I gotta go get everything I've never had. Mm-hmm. I gotta go show these people that I, I've arrived. But we're not looking at the fact that depending on what you buy or what you do with it, at some point in time, it's either if it's clothing, it's going to be outdated or it's not going to be in style. If it's a car, you probably, unfortunately, and this is just speculation, don't have the right insurance on it. So if you smack it up, it's not going to be the same car. Um, It's just like these, you know, these tangible things. With these tangible things we go to get to, to let everyone know that we've arrived. And then now it's like, what are we going to do next? You know what I'm saying? So that, that you know, I have an issue with that. And I guess I, I feel where Aaron was coming from. Like, let's be as productive as we can. Like, you, you, you a lot of people were making more on unemployment than they made in they their work. life. You think you think people want to go back to work and they making more than what they was making at their minimum wage? Some people are making yeah, twice are. as much. I, I wish there was a way and time for them to have done it that way. Like, you get the equivalent or close to what you were making. What you, you were making. Is yeah, that, because... That, you have to give people an incentive to some people, right? Some people, right. you know, whatever, it's fine. They, they're cool with working. You have to give some people an incentive to work because if they already hate their job, you think they're they're wanting... Yeah, I ain't going, going back. back. I'm not going back. No. I mean, you, have, you definitely have people that are making twice as much as they were making at work. Like, you have, like, for instance, a server. If you worked as a server somewhere that didn't get that much traffic now you're collecting nine hundred dollars a week roughly you probably it wasn't like 500 it was companies hiring you think people about to be online applying for jobs if they making double what they was making let me tell you something i went to Lowe's and home depot during all of this because you know i had i had a lot of time on my hands i needed help in the plant department and i stood there trying to find somebody i just found some random guy who rolled up I'm asking him, and he seems so discombobulated. I'm like, is this even your area? He said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. We hired 30 people, and two showed up. What? Nobody wants to work because they're making more on unemployment. Mm. I'm like, that's crazy, and you can tell because it looks like nobody has been watering these plants. Oh, my God. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here and you be blessed. <laughs> I mean, at, everywhere. At, like, yeah. for my job, like, I can get people employment. I've never had this many options for employment in my life. Mm. Like, you can, like, if somebody even has an inkling to say, I'm looking for a job, hey, what's your email? I can send you 40 places hiring right now. You can throw a you can throw a rock at a job, huh? Everywhere I, is hiring. You're right. Every place I've walked in that I've decided to go has a a big we're hiring sign, like a big. Bro, I went to Little Caesars drive-through today. <laughs> All I got was crazy bread. I said I didn't I didn't need a bag. They gave me a bag because they put a paper in there letting me know that they're hiring and they are in need of, of people right now. But you know what? You know what's not, hiring immediately when this you, started. But, yes. you know, but you know what's not going to happen, though? That will be the incentive which it, you raise the, the rate. Like, if someone can make, 
not not what they're making, not nine hundred dollars. Well, I mean, nine hundred dollars a week is actually the typical job, but um, no, it's not, no, 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 it's not. No, it's, that's, 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 that's that's a two week check. My bad, that's a two week check. I'm sorry. So not nine hundred dollars a week, of course. That my math was off. Um, but I guess the typical what ten dollars an hour is what that's forty hours an hour if you make nine hundred a week. Right, that's twenty. So that, so not that, of course. But even if you were to, because what, what is minimum wage now? Like eight dollars or something? Is it eight fifty? Eight fifteen? Nine fifty? That low? I'm, I'm, I didn't know it was that low. Yeah, because they were trying to push it to fifteen, and I think yeah. some state, some states took it, and some states didn't. So if they were to, if they were to do that now, push the 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 minimum wage to fifteen dollars, you know, even though that's still not a lot of money, and that's still not twenty two dollars an hour, you know, what I'm saying unemployment. That may give some people some incentive to say, "Hey, you know, I, you know, I can get a job, or I'm willing to work now." Because now, if you cut this stimulus, and I, um, my only thing to go back to do is work and get nine fifty an hour, you still might not get people to go back to do that either. They're gonna try to figure it out out here in these streets because at this point, so people probably going. I mean, unfortunately, they're probably gonna be desperate, and then it's gonna get to the point where, like, okay, I ain't got no more money. I gotta get what I can. Gotta do something. Yeah. yeah. Because guess what? Most of the people who are making uh, the lower wages probably have kids they have to take care of. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. Like, so A lot of them are on aid, too, and they're making that work. Because if you think what? about it, you think that? about it, if, you, if, you, if you're a single mother and you're reaping the benefits of most aids, like say if you're on section eight and you got a, a bridge car and all. keeping the benefit sounds real right wing but whatever <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry Ooh, i gotta stop you right there brother <laughs> that, just, that just didn't sit well with me but i i get your point looking like you host of a talk show with that mic <laughs> already reaping the benefits of aid okay <laughs> Next, you're gonna call them welfare queens. Oh my god, <laughs> I do apologize. Continue. I don't even know what I want to say no more. <laughs> Carry on. Um, what's the next topic? I don't even know what to say no more. You ready, ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, she just threw me all the way off. Like, hey, I man. mean, try to backtrack. You. You crying? No, you were you were saying that um, if you are if you are a recipient of benefits, (laughs) there you go. I like that. If you're you're a recipient of benefits and you are are also receiving unemployment, that um, you might be doing well out here. Was what I think that I I gathered you were trying to get at. Yeah, you're comfortable more than comfortable. Correct. So uh, I hear Mike Tyson is uh, fighting again. <laughs> you just gonna ignore? Just gonna gonna give up on it like that? So I hear Mike. Mike. I hear uh, Mike Tyson is fighting again. Uh, we're gonna show a short clip of him getting it together, and you all tell me if you all think he's ready or not, or would you get in the ring with him? Give me one second. I would never do that. <laughs> I can answer that now. For it wasn't an option. We didn't discuss it. <laughs> and you got a lot of tabs open. Porn hub. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is like, 
y'all. He looking strong. Ooh. He looks like he will hurt somebody. Yeah, he looking strong. I, I'm, mm. That's what I, mean, I said. Before I even knew who he was going against, I'm like, who's going against that? So I just that, don't know uh, to be in your 50s still getting hit in the head. Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. I know he looks great, and he's probably still in decent shape, um, decent fighting shape, because he's in great shape for, like, a 54-year-old man. I think that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Well, great, decent fighting shape. Can you, can you really take those blows? But, I mean, you said who his opponent was. Aren't they, like, Closer in age, it don't yeah. matter. They still be knocking each other in the head. I mean, yeah, knock out is knock out, but it's not like he's going against someone who's twenty something. So they may be about the same pace. No, pace. I'm fine with. Fifty year old man knock another fifty year old man out. It's <laughs> old man strength. <laughs> That doesn't even sound entertaining. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be hard to watch. But it's I'm saying if somebody about to fight, I'm for sure going to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to see it kind of, but <laughs> I might be like this. Cringeworthy. So I'm trying to find uh, a picture of Roy training, and it's like a lot of, you he know. The same type of thing that Mike got. Nah, nah he about to I, get I'm, I'm, about to play, I'm about to play what I found, and it, it looked real like jazzy. It don't look like. He out here trying to put in his work. <laughs> let, me, let me let me try one more video. Let me see. Y'all carry on. I'm, uh, yeah, but I when is it coming on? It's September or something on Trilla. <laughs> oh, what's Trilla? Is that a? Uh, it's a, it's an app. I don't know. I'm gonna have to purchase the app. Probably so. All right, so I'm gonna show this video of him training. It don't look like he ready for Mike, but Mm. I'll let you all be the judge of that. Mm -mm. He moving like an old man. Oh, look. (laughs) He in flip-flops training. Okay, well. (laughs) And then there's that. Mike about to kill him. quick. Is he? (laughs) Did you just see Mike? <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I want to watch that. It <laughs> is about to get work. <laughs> All for a payday? Like, come on. Man. I mean, money might be tight. He ain't get the stimulus. I don't care. They need to start like some type of organization where these new boxers pay these old ones or something. Like the stuff. They should get like a retirement. Yeah, they should. Like the NFL gets retirement. NBA gets retirement. They should get a retirement. Do something. I get in the ring with him for like two whole minutes if somebody paid you $10 million? Ooh, Mike Tyson. Oh, but I won't have a life after. So is that how much in that $10 million? I mean, if you can run, you might be able to run. Are you even allowed to do that? Yeah. But the likelihood of getting hit once, like, <laughs> If him him connecting one time would be enough for me, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Your quality of life is over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll bet on myself and I'll figure a way to make that money on my own. Yeah, he's looking like a killer in these streets. 
But yeah, like you said, if somebody buys it, I'll uh, I'll try to check it out until I can't anymore. I don't know if I can make it through that. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be on Trilla, something. I don't. I'm trying to research it, but whatever. Maybe they they have like a somebody's promoting the app or. It looks like it. Like a new platform. Well, you know, you know, everything like is like jumping to platforms. They've been doing concerts on like some platform. I've heard. I mean, Instagram with the verses is everything. DMX. I saw pieces of it, but I haven't back and watched the whole thing. I like how they did it in the same room. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like they started doing them like that now because that Teddy Riley and Babyface was uh, a <laughs> But theirs was the one that was other people had done it before that and it worked out. So, <laughs> yeah, Teddy Riley didn't have, he don't, he needed Wi Fi extender or something. He ain't got the right <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, just to kind of backtrack, Trilla is it's just a pay per view. So you're going to have to buy it to some platform, but you're going to buy it. Like pay per view on TV? I mean, through Trilla, you, however you get Trilla, I don't haven't figured that out, but it's, you're going to have to pay for that however <laughs> you get it. Oh. Yeah, usually it's probably like a hundred dollars or less because that's how much they usually do. I normally just show up to the party like, hey y'all, bro, drink. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no party. We in COVID, girl. No, you got to have a party with like people you trust. You know they said COVID, uh, people wearing masks is like uh, how people use condoms. Like you don't really use them with the people you trust. <laughs> I feel like that's how it is, though. Like, I that is I've definitely Wait, you said they, together. They one more time? So people use masks like how they use condoms. You don't use them with people you trust. <laughs> All right. Uh, I found the link. It doesn't say how much, but I'll at least show you what it looks like. And I guess it's something that you can download. So it's an application. Oh, it's a live stream. Yeah. Yeah, watch it on a computer. I mean, I guess you could cancel. I mean, if you got you got smart everything. I'm sure you can pull it up on the TV. If you got a fire stick, you can probably download that app. I think I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along here. Um the next thing is, Tiff, that video that, that you showed us, how long was that? Like, do we want to play the whole video or? Um, it was a few seconds. Cause I'm I, longer than a few seconds. <laughs> but I think it's more than worth it. I can tell you it one. I agree. It's a few minutes. All right, we got, we got time. Anybody got nowhere to go? Okay, cause baby girl, <laughs> make sure. Let me know if you can hear it. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to play it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I was asking you how long it was. <laughs> got you, got you, coach. Appreciate you, Kempo. Uh huh. You know, what the what the what everybody doing the the Zoom? Anybody? Uh, doing that? They be powered when they got the Zoom. Okay. I don't know that life. Hey, sorry, you, you get out here in the public. Just get right. <laughs> All right, uh, And here we are. 
Can you hear it? You can't hear it? Can you hear it now? Nope. <laughs> y'all can't hear it at all? No. Nope. Uh, but y'all heard everything else? No. no. All well, the other video. Y'all heard everything else but not this. I didn't hear the other video. Did the other video have Maybe take your headphones off. No, that that's has nothing to do with it. No. Um, we didn't hear anything. All right, well, we'll we'll circle back to this. Let me figure this out. Um, I didn't know you all were hearing anything. You never said anything. All right, so um, we'll we'll circle back. We'll circle back to that. So um. I guess the last thing on, on the agenda here is um, just how, how you all are feeling in regards to everything that's been going on in the world with uh, Black Lives Matter. So like the organization, uh, just the movement period, like how do you all feel? When we were deep in it, and we still are, I don't, I don't want to take away from that, but like when, you know, the George Floyd thing was fresh it, it felt different. It felt like this was very real and that this time was the time that is going to make real change. And you saw um, you saw some change come about, like you saw legislation being brought, you saw um, racist people being exposed like no other. And I still think that things are changing. Obviously, I think it's slowed down. I, well, let me not say I think it's slowed down. I think the media is not focusing on it as much as they once were. Um, I think people are still marching. They're still, you know, like the Breonna Taylor thing. <clears throat> people are still mentioning that it's still in the forefront, but the media is not on it as much. But I think that this time is, is just different. It, it feels different. It smells different. I think that um, Black people are making their way to being fully accepted. At least I, I I like to think that. I like to think that we're on our way to just equality. I agree that um, it feels different or seems different in terms of light that's really being shined on it and the action that's being taken this go around, at least in our lifetime. Like, obviously, you know, we read and we see clips and stuff about everything that happened in like the 50s and 60s, but in our lifetime, and I'm sure all of us have experienced some form of racism or comments or seeing the systemic oppression, this is the hardest I've seen us come as a people since I've been living. Mm -hmm. And the most acknowledgement that I've seen since I've been living. Now, hopefully there continues to be change with that. Um, you know, it's going to take time. Like you said, it's, it's slow, but things are happening. People are talking about it. And I am a firm believer that, you know, you have to bring attention to it in order for things to change. Like, I've never met people who would be like, well, why are we still talking about it? Because it's just like, if someone never apologizes or make right for something that they did to you personally like it's going to always be in your mind it's going to always be a shadow over your head you can't just expect me to be like well fuck it i'm gonna just keep living like sure it would be nice to say that you could do that but it's gonna still affect you whether you outwardly act like it or if it's something that's internally going on so i do believe that 
you know, you're going to shed light on it or it's going to always come up until something is fixed. So I'm glad to see that there's, been, there's light shining on it. And hopefully they'll keep making change. And it's, like you said, people are getting exposed. And I see it a lot, even with my patients. Um, you know, their comments. Oh, I, I kind of knew how you felt, but like now you really let me ride. Now, yeah, like now I know how you feel. And it's interesting how you're okay saying certain stuff because you don't think that it has. Like, you really believe that this is okay. So, it's, it's interesting. But I like I like what's happening in terms of at least it being brought to the forefront. So, we'll see what happens. Um, all of this kind of brought up some, like, I guess, uh, some, like, realizations for me. Like, oh, like, I've been living like this, like, my whole life. And it's just second nature to me, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, something that really bothered me uh, in Livonia or when you were coming to Livonia, they had that billboard, right? That says like uh, racial profiling up ahead, like Livonia, Michigan. And I was like, that's crazy to me. I was like, first of all, that should be in several other cities. <laughs> it's true. And I, I posted on Instagram. I was like, this actually really bothered me because now it reminds me of when I first started driving that was one of the first things my parents told me was like gave me the entire rundown what cities to like like if you're not driving right to begin with you better drive right through Dearborn or through Troy like don't be playing around on that phone because like don't none of that stuff right like because you'll get pulled over just for being black not necessarily because you did anything so it just brought up some feelings because I'm like dang I guess I have been like living a certain way or I'm the first I noticed like anytime I walk in a conference room or I walk in someplace and I'm like, oh, you're the only black one. That's like one of the first things I notice, right? They don't feel like that. But I think us having these conversations, they know how we feel just you you constantly feel singled out. So I think it's um I'm glad that people are talking about it. I think they should keep talking about it. Um, I mean I I've gotten to the point where I don't even think like i i appreciate black history like for us so we know but i think black history at this point is american history mm-hmm. america's have like they've tried to cover slavery up for so long like no it's it's a part like yeah y'all kind of skip over it in history class but no say what happened and now they like trying to circle back because a lot of things are coming to light like no like talk about it address address the feelings that people have had and still do have. It's a lot of it's a lot of white people. Some of my old white coworkers have like reached out to me and was apologizing to me, like saying they felt terrible. They didn't know some of these things were going on. I mean, people really be like, you know, oblivious to it. They don't know what's going on. It was exhausting having those conversations. It was, but then I also then I also felt obligated, right, to have those kind of conversations. I said, this is my time to let you know then. If you didn't know before, like, now I'm going to let you know. So it's my, t- my chance to, like, educate you on it. But then after that, that's your responsibility to, you know, continue to educate yourself because the information is out there. It was never not out there. 
See, it got to a point for me where it's like, I just got tired of having those type of conversations with people. Like, I'm not, I'm not your encyclopedia, okay? And I'm not proficient in every issue that all Black people have. I can tell you about my issues, though. But you need to know how to deal with people and what's going on in that history. And if you truly wanted to know, then maybe go read a book. Maybe go take some classes. Maybe you need to do the work instead of calling Black Girl Tiffany and say, hey, tell me about your flight. Tell me what's going on. And I want to apologize. Like, you personally ain't never did nothing to me. So lay mm-hmm. off. Like, I, I would say recommend um, the book White Fragility if anyone has questions. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's written by a white woman for white people, but it's a good read. And it, like, it really breaks it down so many times, like what's been happening and how they viewed it and why they're so sensitive about stuff. Like it puts it in their own perspective mm-hmm. and why they get so defensive. So next time somebody asks you, send a book to them. I think it, um, would probably be the first save you the trouble of trying to explain stuff in detail coming from one of their own. Making me want to read it because I'm curious. Like, what are you saying? You need to fact check it now? Well, um, check Amazon out. Yeah, right. I just hope, like, I think Tiff was saying, it, somebody was saying it. I just hope that it's the right push because you see a lot of people, like, for instance, like with the whole Juneteenth thing, a lot of companies were, you know, making it a, a paid holiday off for, you know, the company and, and everyone. You see like the Black Lives Matter painted on a lot of the uh, downtown areas of a lot of major cities. And it seems like a lot of people are taking notice. And I just hope they're not taking notice because it looks good. It, it's right, because it's, it's a fact. It's the yep. thing to do right now. I, I, I hope they're like actually taking notice because it seems like it seems like the more there, like the more people are taking notice, the more crazy people are coming out. Like you have more videos, and I'm sure all of this has has been happening, but now everyone's pulling out their phone to record every scenario. Like Karens are going wild. They they have a, a they have an Instagram called Karens going wild. Like and you and, and, and it's well, I got a, a real question for y'all, right? So if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic and everybody wasn't quarantined in their home, you already they know what this yeah, they right. wouldn't have noticed they This is the perfect storm. Niggas got I, I, time. Guess what? And I, I feel the exact same way. I'm like, oh, I'm like, th- this might be the, the change Black people needed, right? We needed a pandemic to happen, right? Because to be honest, I think a lot of prote- uh, protesters came out to get out the house. I hate to say <laughs> it. Real talk. You know, they out there dancing and stuff like that. Not saying that they don't care, but that they was just no, opportunity. To go bust the move. no opportunity to get out the house without getting in trouble for it. But I also think that's, you know, how people took notice. Like, these, these white people, if football was on, if baseball was on, they wouldn't be paying attention to all of this stuff that's going on. They don't have nothing else to watch. It's like the world. Not just white people, people, non black people. Right. Like, they wouldn't be paying attention to this. It's like the world somehow stopped, and now, coincidentally, you have to pay attention to black people now. It's like, oh, wait, yeah, y'all yeah, are here, huh? Like, it's like <laughs> cable TV is off, and it's only one working channel, and it's the black channel. You are forced to see what's happening in the black community now. Yeah, because, like, it's, when you're seeing all those protests and 
Germany, like all across the world. Yeah, that ain't never in, it was in beautiful. Like you it see, was, oh. I mean, you see massive protests in places that you you never would have thought would have blinked knew the about eye. That struggle in America. Yeah, like, yeah. So, it was places in the Middle East, like yeah. we stand with you. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So 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 I say all that to say I hope like it, it something has has clicked. Like something has, the light has came on and because they can really see something has clicked. But I think the, the, the downside to that is that something else has clicked and the people that don't care and do believe in uh, white supremacy and all of that yeah. stuff because they getting out of control. You know mm -hmm. what? And my thing is this, they're starting, but not starting, it's been happening for a little while, but it's getting worse and worse, right? The shame that comes along with it. Just like you know, years ago, being a Nazi, now, like, you would be ashamed to tell somebody you used to be a Nazi. Like, turn it into mm -hmm. the same thing. Mm -hmm. Be ashamed mm -hmm. to be a part of the KKK. Be ashamed to be um, a neo-Nazi or uh, a racist. Yeah. But you got some people that... that <laughs> you, you have some people, like, I was watching one video where it was a guy, he was at, I think it was on, I think it was on the 4th of July. A guy went to a cemetery, but I think a lot of veterans were, were buried at this cemetery. Now, it was a white guy, and he was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. And they surrounded him and was like, that was basically intimidating him, like, surrounded him. Why are you wearing that? What's that about? And, you know, of course, spitting that all lives matter. And, you know, what the death just don't mean, like, you know what I'm saying? If y'all got a problem with it, get out and go back to where you came from. And, Bro, he's 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 uh, white. Like, what 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 are we talking about? So oh, they were like they were surrounding him, and it was just funny that eventually a, a officer pulled up, and he came and got him out of the the in crowd. He was just like, "Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. You might want to leave because no one technically has broken any laws yet. I'm not arresting anyone. I'm not arresting you. You have the right to be here, but I'm gonna be very honest with you." It's not, it's not a good look. It's and probably not it for you. You, you alone, you, but. you by yourself and you, I mean, it was a massive crowd around him. And I almost got scared for him for a minute. Like, he, he might not make it out of that. Because they were, like, getting real close. And, you know, and he, he would kept saying, like, wait, y'all want to do something? Oh, no, we're not trying to do nothing. It was like somebody was trying to get close enough. But then he had the camera out. And then they would kind of move back. And it was, it was just crazy. So... And you're just seeing more and more in this. Like, I don't, like you said, you don't want to watch it all the time. Some of the, some of the stuff is funny to me, how they respond. Like, it's actually entertaining. Like, I've seen videos where a guy was in his car, and he was um, watching his kids at the park. And a lady walked up on him like, what you doing? Why you here? And what you mean what I'm doing while I'm here? Like, I'm watching my kid. What's the problem? Oh, okay. And then she was just going on. She seemed like she was a little disturbed because she was kind of, you know, circling around and saying the same same thing over and over. But it, it's just crazy. I think it's just somehow people have give, have gotten the green light to just be who they really are. And I'm okay with it. Show me, show me who you are. I, I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. Social media will police you. Like they, they will post your picture around until yeah. someone finds you and you lose your job. But it's like, awesome. you, like, you yourself can be crazy. You could be poor on drugs, disenfranchised, whatever, and you still look down on this race. Like you still 
feel like, oh no, you're less than me. Like, what? I think she clearly looked crazy, but even in all her craziness, this person didn't belong there, but she did. Because you got white skin. <laughs> um, to that, you were to say about what you said about yet. I was I caught a little bit of the Breakfast Club yesterday, and they had Ice Cube on, I think. And he was talking about his fight for activist stuff. I think he always has been. But he was saying, um, he posted it's a contract with Black America. And it's, a, it's only four pages long. I read it the other day, but it's another read. I'm guessing to you all. And it basically like breaks down suggestions of what we want. And he opens it up, like comment, add to it, take some things out or whatever. But so far, everything that I've read, like it makes sense. You know, I think it's fair. Um, he talks about, and I don't know if he's the only one who wrote it or if he found it somewhere because I missed that part of the interview. But the contract talks about how to make things equal or fair. Like if it's 13.4% Black people in America, that should at least be the percentage that you see represented in different places, mm -hmm. at places of employment, at schools with the teachers and the students. Um, it talks about making or declaring the KKK a terrorist group, because it's not. So it talks about that. Um, it talks about, which we're seeing some banks do, allowing special amount of money or loans to go to Black people or small Black businesses. Um, what's some other stuff? So it has like a money lending part, constitutional amendment, uh, reform. It's it's good. It's like four pages, so you can check that out on his website. It's a link to it, which is iq.com. Simple enough, and read it. And maybe we can talk about it next time. Tell me what you guys think. But I think so far everything that's on it makes sense and it's it's reasonable. Like I don't see why can't do it. It's not asking too much. It talks about the monuments, like how they're taking monuments down and that, you know, we're not asking that you destroy them or burn them. You put them in the Smithsonian, you can put them in a museum because they are part of our history. But you have in the public areas is basically praising something that's racist. So take it down and you can put it in a museum. But it doesn't have to be up at town hall. Yeah. That's true. Wow. I like that idea. I like Ice Cube anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you had you at Ice Cube, basically. I didn't have to explain all that. <laughs> I like at the beginning of the uh, George story thing, know. he was supposed to be going. You know, wasn't a bad idea, whatever idea he had. I'm a, uh, I actually pulled it up so I can at least, at least show you all what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't let me print it. I tried to print it. But anyway, I just said it. Yeah. You all see it? Oh, somebody got busy on word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. It's like four pages. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Your word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check that out and we can, you know, talk about that next time. If you read it. I'll read. All right. Well, um, I couldn't figure out the uh, the sound thing, and I don't want to test it while we're recording. So you could just play the audio, fix it, or somebody hold it up to the mic.
Oh, y'all want to see my man's facial expression? No, I need to see this. So we'll, you better we'll, see that level yeah. of hurt. Because we'll, yes. he look almost as hurt as Will did. So, he wasn't expecting those answers, and I just nah. really felt bad for him. <laughs> so, no, nah, we're we going to put a pin in that. However, oh. um, do you all have anything else you want to discuss? This has been great. It's been a long time. Should have left you. Got to know beep to step two, step two, okay. step two, step two, step two. Step two. Breaker, breaker. Step two. Having good conversations with you guys again. Yeah, I'm happy that we we took a little hiatus, but we're back, and it's super dope. As always. Well, people, um, this has been long. I think this is probably about almost two hours, about an hour and a half. I guess rightfully so, right? It's been so long. Right. We got a lot to talk about. We still have yeah. stuff to talk about. A lot has been going on in the world. Yeah, we just scraped the surface. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, this will be, of course, on YouTube. I didn't expect it to go this long. I was. They do have an option for me to upload at least up to an hour on Instagram now, but this is more than an hour. But I'll put some some highlights up. Huh? You can edit it. Yeah, I, I will put some highlights up. And then, of course, this will be on Insta and YouTube, on our YouTube page. And also, the audio will be on all streaming platforms. We back out here. And uh, we appreciate your time. So, uh, I am Jay Liggs. This is your culture. So, be a part of the cure. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>